Yes, guys, welcome to Relax Habibi, where the empty bottles are filled with stories. Let's get to the intro. Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode. Today, my guest, Giovanni Calistro, is an American professional soccer player who plays as a forward for USL1 FC Tucson. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's honestly, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, I've been, I've been uh, you know, making my research on you. You're a very special player. You're a talented man. And um, I just wanted, just a little question. How, how did you get started? Like, how did, was it like through family and friends? Was it uh, your idols? How did it all start for you, man? Yeah, so, I mean, my all of my family actually um, played soccer. Like, my dad uh, was a very, like, talented uh, center mid, uh, forward. I have a couple uncles who were, like, very talented. So, uh, when, when I uh, was, like, four, my dad put me in an indoor team with, with uh, uh, his friend's uh, son. So, I started playing uh, indoor right when oh, nice. I was like yeah, four when I, when I could barely, you know, uh, when I started walking. So that's what's up. Yeah. Was that like a yeah, rec so league? Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a like a rec league. So yeah, that's where I started uh, to play. That's what's up. That's honestly a good introduction to football. Uh, did did your family make you like fall in love with the sport? Um. Yeah, especially my dad because he loved loved soccer so much that you know every day he would take the time. We would train in in the backyard. We would train in the garage when it was cold, and he would show me like little little moves here and there. And you know, on my own own time, I would I would go either like in the backyard or in the garage, and I just practice those those moves over and over again. And I think that was a fun part for me, you know, like learning new moves, you know. Uh, you see, like, what Ronaldinho at the time, uh, you know, showing you moves. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, what I that's what I tried doing. And for me, that was, like, the fun part about, you know, learning how to play play the game. So that's, that's like, one of my favorite, you know, childhood, childhood memories. Honestly, those memories, man, they stick with you forever. You know, like, how you tell me right now, you're still remembering it. You know, it's it's always it's always that, that kid in you, you know, and it's always wanting to play like that. Looking up to Ronaldinho, like, he was... Honestly, he was like, that's why I got into soccer as a Ronaldinho. You know, I would try to do his tricks and things also. Um, so after after being in uh, the rec league and stuff, what, where did you go after that? Yeah, I mean, um, I think during, uh, so I think I would say like I was around five, six. Um, I started playing more like uh, street soccer with uh, with my cousins. So I spent a lot of my my you know like my younger days uh playing street soccer like until man it was from like morning to the night or whatever you know <laughs> yeah but you know after I like learned the the basics you could say I my dad decided to put me in a, in a club um the club was uh Westside Westside Metros at the time where was that located it's in Beaverton okay. Yeah, Beaverton, Oregon. So that's that's where I started uh, playing for uh, for a club team. And how old were you at that time? At the time, I was around like six or seven. I see. And you you were still um, I mean, p positions back there, you know, not didn't really matter. But like you you were you were still a forward, right? 
Um, well, I was more like a center mid, so yeah. I would, you know, get more on the ball at that time. I wasn't really like just a, a you know, finisher. I see. And did you enjoy your time after that? Yeah, man. I mean, I think uh, I had a, a coach at, at Westside, you know, who, who just, uh, his main focus was just, uh, just focused on, on control of the ball, you know, your, your feet were with the ball. So I think that, that went a long, long ways, you know. Oh, so he was part of your, uh, your development as a player. Yeah. I, I mean, I look back at it and I was like, wow, like, I'm, I'm thankful that I had that coach. That's very good. That's very good. Um, did you did you grow up in that team? Did you stay longer there? Yeah. So actually, from like six or seven to I would think I was believe uh, fourteen, I stayed with that club. Wow. That's very good. Um, did you also like? Was there any awards that you won? Any any like favorite tournaments that you went in? Um. Yeah. So Westside at the time was like one of the the best clubs and. We won a lot of like state clubs. We won like a lot of like summer tournaments. Um, yeah. Hmm. So you basically grew up with talented players, and that's that's how it would, like because you know you you play with good players, you get good as well. And do do you think yeah. that was uh, part of your development? Yeah. Um. So I would always play up a year, or up a year or two. So I think that helped me, you know, because. At the time, I wasn't the fastest. I was never the strongest. Um, I was actually quite slow. They'd actually make fun of me, you know, like because I was that <laughs> slow. But okay. you know, looking back at it, I now I'm like, I'm actually thankful because you know I had to think through the game. I had to use my my skills, my technique to to get through through the game. So I think that was actually beneficial for me. Most definitely, uh, especially playing with an older group. Yeah, I mean. I, like I said, I wasn't the fastest, and mm-hmm. I wasn't, and so I had to use my skill. I had to think through the game. At the end, you know, it worked out. And so, did you create like uh, what happened after? Did you create like a highlight video for yourself, or did you enter high school? What like what was your next step then? Yeah. Um. So after after club, uh, I actually played one year of high school soccer, but that one year I made JV. I see. Yeah, so I made JV that year. You know, I used that as a fuel, you know, to to get better, to improve, to to kill that, you know, that that season. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, I thought I honestly thought that I was gonna make a varsity, and I think that situation really like um, helped me as a player, and you know, as my mentality. So. Yeah, I think that was an important step. And after that year, uh, I decided to try out for the academy, for the Timbers Academy, and I eventually made the team. So you got you got the boost of confidence, even though you were not on the varsity team. But that's what fueled you to even say, you know what, I can I, I can go to an academy. Is was yes. that what's going through your head? Yeah, I mean, since uh, everyone knew that I was like, like I was one of the be- uh, the better players there at the at the high school but I mean I guess the coach didn't see that and at the time I was very like uh I was small I wasn't as I wasn't fast so it was just like my technique you know or my skills my um the way I feel the game 
you know that that's that's what kind of sets me apart but i mean the coach didn't see that and when i found out that i made uh jv i mean <laughs> it hurt you know because I, I i was expecting to make it yeah and i really wanted to uh, make varsity team just uh you know just to say i i had that experience or i felt that experience but i i, I use that as fuel and you know each day i i tried to get better you know and when I played for JV, I didn't I didn't try to just um, be a like a selfish player who just wanted to score goals or or you know just just uh, take the spotlight from everyone. I wanted to help myself, but I also wanted to help uh, the other players, and I wanted to make the other players look good. And I remember the coach uh, from JV told me that you know like uh, what makes me a, a a better player is uh, you know making myself look good, but as well making uh, your teammates look, you know, good as well. So I think that was, you know, important. Well, most definitely, you know, it's a, it's a whole team sport. Um, it's very unlucky that you're in that situation, honestly. Um, but, you know, you made something out of it. Uh, you said you got into the academy? Yeah, after that year, I decided to try out for the Timbers Academy. And how was that? Um... I think at the time, a lot of, I mean, the coaches uh, knew me quite well. They've, they've heard of me, and I just went in, uh, did what I had to do at the tryout, and, you know, thankfully, I, you know, made the team. A lot of a lot of players, a lot of young players, when, when they go through something like that, they usually just, like, you know, there's a lot of nervousness, and there's a lot of anxiety. Did you ever go through that, or were you like, you know what, you know, this is my time? No, I mean, def- I mean, definitely there's there's anxiety, you know, you think about like, oh, what if I don't make it? Like, you know, what's going to happen? Or what if I don't perform at, at, at the level? But, man, I think, you know, mentality is everything in this game. And I think the way I approached it was, was key to, was key to make it, especially having, you know, not making varsity was in the back of my head so you know i i thought like you know i'm gonna come in here and and you know make it there's no there's no plan b there's i'm making it that's it you know yeah i bet i bet you that varsity coach felt bad did he ever hear about it <laughs> yeah he he heard about it he actually uh like a year later he saw me suit up for a t2 match and came to tell me that he saw me i was like wow what a time yeah Yeah. um so at uh you said what what academy was that was that the timbers academy uh i'm i suited up for the timbers two the timbers two yeah uh and how was how was that how like what did you um how was your stats there like what what did you think of the academy there oh yeah um i think the academy you know, it's it a very competitive competitive environment. Um, I did score, I'd say, a decent amount of goals there. Um, it did get competitive throughout the throughout the years because they brought in players from all over the place, from Florida. You know, all over the place. It used to be just players from you know uh, the Pacific Northwest. But they started bringing in players from all over the place, and even uh, international players. That's crazy. I I've never personally been uh, in an academy, but I've I've heard that 
they they try to make it as similar to a uh, like an MLS time atmosphere. What is that? Yeah. How uh, how it felt for you? Yeah, definitely. Especially you know when they brought in players from you know uh, other places. Yeah, I felt like every week you know I needed to prove that I was better than the mm-hmm. the guy they in. So I mean, I think knowing that you come in every day to training with like you know just trying to be the best version of of yourself. And uh, how old were you at that time in the academy? Um, so I started from when I was uh, 15 to uh, like 18. 15 to 18, okay. Um, did, did you ever get like any um, USL starts or any, anything in, in the Timbers Academy? At Timbers? Yeah, so I, uh, the, I think uh, after the at the end of the first year of my uh, playing with the academy, I got some call-ups to train with the uh, USL team. So I was uh, like about to turn 16 when I started getting called up to training. So. Wow. Did, yeah, wow. That's at a young age at 16. And was that, was that USL the championship? Or, or I, th- I think back then it had a, like a different name to it, right? Uh, it's always been, uh, Timbers 2. Oh, it's just been Timbers 2? Okay. Okay, I see. Uh, did you ever think about going to college? Yes, I did. But it's, I mean, it's a lot, you know, it's a long story, but I did think about it. But at the same time, I always had in mind that I want to be a professional, professional player. Most definitely. Uh, do you, do you recommend like young, young ballers to, to enter an academy to, um, to like bypass the time of like college, high school, to just enter the professional world, like develop there and enter the professional world? Um, sorry, you said, you, you said, uh, sorry, what was the question? It, what I'm saying is like, because I, I, I see even like when I was in high school, like I had a lot of friends um, that we, you know, we would talk and they would say, I don't, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to, I like, I want to be professional. And so they would enter like an academy and then they would say that's their way into, into entering like a USL or MLS, you know, just entering the professional world. Do you also recommend that for young footballers to be in a, in an academy? Um, you know, there's, there's different pathways to, to reaching, you know, the, the professional game, um, yeah, like Matt, uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Matt Sheldon, but yeah, exactly. he's a good example. He didn't he didn't play in an academy, and he you know he still made it. Yeah. So you know, there's there's different ways to get to the to the pro, pro level. I see. Yeah. Um, what happened after uh, your time at Timbers? So I. So from 2019, I started getting. Uh, consistent minutes with the with the championship team i you know i scored some goals at the at the championship level and then um you know the pandemic hit and then they ended uh ended the the t2 uh, t for that for the next year and i had to move uh to tucson fc tucson it must be hot yeah. there huh <laughs> yeah it's, it's very hot how is that how's your time at fc tucson um you know it's I feel like it's been a, a, you know, a learning experience. You know, I, this is my second year, and this was my first time away from home. And, you know, it's 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 been a, a learning experience for sure. 
just things that you know I've, I had to learn on my own and and now this year I feel a lot confident so you know hope, I'm hoping to have a a much better year this year yeah honestly that is the right attitude that's the right mindset um being at like FC Tucson did did the level ever change for you was it like did the game get faster or was it was it still the same for you um I think it was still been the same. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I think the the level of championship and and the level of uh League 1 is is quite similar, so I didn't really uh feel the difference. I see. Um you always have you always been number 91 or did you did you change a couple of times? Cuz I see like um you've had it a couple of times. It, it, does that number mean something to you? Um, so number ninety one came from um, one of the equipment managers at, at Timbers Two. Um, it was kind of a. He said it was. A, he was thinking that I would become a number ten um, pretty soon. So he said nine plus one is ten. So he just gave me a ninety one. <laughs> but he was giving random numbers to like the academy players. But um, you know, like I guess I I made it my own story. But this year, I actually changed the number to number eleven. So I, I wanted something different. So now we're now we're number eleven. Now we're number eleven. That's that's what's up. Uh, what are misconceptions about being a pro? Yeah, um, I think people don't don't realize how how tough it is mentally. You know, um, you know, I, I've I've learned that. You know, being away from from families is never easy, but those are the sacrifices you need to make to in order to become a professional. You know, um, I think uh, I think another thing is you know missing out on on important things is is always very difficult. You know, like uh, seeing my my brother graduate or my sister growing up, it's it's you know it's hard to to miss out on those on those important things in life. So. If you really love this game, you'll I think you'll make any type of sacrifice, you know? Yeah, honestly, that is that is the hardest thing, you know. You know, especially at the level that you're at, you know, was traveling, you know, moving to different places. It definitely must be hard. But that is the sacrifice that a professional has to make, uh, to get to that next level. Um, with your coach right now, how is how is your relationship with him? Does he give you like uh different insights of the game or how is it? Yeah, I mean, in training, he you know he tries to give me like uh, uh, little tips here and there, but uh, it's I think it's a it's a good relationship. Uh, I'm a type of player who likes to work hard in the gym, uh, you know, uh, do things before training, things like that. So it's uh, never never really a problem. I see. Um, did you ever duck a competition or a game, or were you always fearless? Um, I don't, I mean, back in the day when, when I wasn't as strong or as a, I wasn't as fast, yeah, for sure, I, I wasn't as fearless back then, you know, but now I think, uh, the mindset has changed and you have to, you have to be fearless to, to reach some goals. That's most definitely right. You know, you do have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Um, so go, going, going on forward with the FC Tucson, what, what are your goals? Yeah, my 
this this year I have high expectations for myself because I know I know I can I can reach a, a higher level, but you know the 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 first goal com- that comes to mind is you know winning the the USL League One uh, uh, championship, and then obviously um, my my personal goals. I scored double digit goals, so that's what's up. I think I think with with hard work, with focus, with sacrifice, I think it's all possible. If you if you like um. Because a, a lot of players, after like bad games or bad practices, they usually get down on, on themselves. Um, what do you do? You ever do that, or what do you recommend for young footballers? Yeah, I mean, that's that's something that I really need to work on, you know. But you know, you just gotta think that think that you've done, you know, uh, good things, and and you know forget uh try to forget about the day and the next one is always the the most important one don't try to don't try to be too hard on yourself and just try to try to be better the next the next day or the next training session that's honestly that's how it is you know training i think i think training uh is what builds confidence also yeah i think uh having having the the right mental approach is is everything you know, have some, write down some goals that you want to achieve in training. Don't just go into training without thinking of, of, you know, of nothing. I think always having some goals that you want to achieve will help, will, will go a long, long way. Most definitely. Uh, do, do you ever think it's like, um, it's beneficial to separate football from your normal life? Yeah, I think uh, you can't, you can't always be thinking about, about the game you can't always be thinking about uh training i think you gotta you know distract yourself go go out with friends uh have another hobby read books i don't know journal meditate whatever it may be i think all of those help mm, i see that uh when you, when you first signed your professional contract how did that feel honestly man <laughs> it was so many emotions came really? came to mind because I mean I've been working very hard like you know since I was well like four or five years old man I always had that in mind to sign that 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 contract and thankfully you know thanks to God I I, I signed at a young age and Thank you, I don't have to go through like so, you know so many more more yeah. things you know it, all the hard work paid off. And when you uh when when you signed was it did did anything change or was it okay so like I signed now now it's now it's business you know like boom right right into training or how was it for you? Yeah, I think uh, once I signed my first contract, I felt that difference. I think uh, the coaches treated me a little differently. Um, you know, it didn't it didn't feel like it was uh like. A, a hobby or whatever you know it was more like I was like I need I need to score goals if not like my 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 job is on the line so I mean there's a bit more pressure you can say yeah but you you get used to it and now it's just another thing that you got to do right and did did you like um did did they like set the tone for you when you uh, when you first signed that professional contract and you entered um like what with the guys in the squad did you see the tone there? 
Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, the coaches expected me to come come in a lot fitter, stronger. Um, they just expected me to do all the all those simple things right, you know, taking care of your body, um, you know, all those all those things they just expect it now. You can't you can't like slack off no more. No, no you're more. Getting <laughs> you're getting paid to do it, so you you know, it's expected. And so on, on your off days or, you know, during the day, do, do you also, because a lot of players, they, they don't take like nutrition as if it was like training, you know, I think nutrition yeah. is a huge part. Is, is that something that is huge for you also? Yeah, back uh, when I was a bit younger as uh, like 17, 18, I didn't, I didn't really take uh, the nutrition too seriously, you know, because I mean, at the time I was just uh, playing, I didn't really think much of it but now like now that i'm at this age i want to get stronger so obviously eating the right foods will make me perform a lot better and so now it's it's something that i really really uh, take it serious so it's something that's very very important now and um you got into modeling right how was i saw i saw the pictures man they were they were great how, how did you like get into that um, it was just uh, a friend uh, sent me a like a like an uh, an email saying like you should you should uh, send some pictures in and see if you know they they take you and I was just like okay why not so we gave it a we gave it a go and I think the pictures came out fine so yeah most definitely I, I I don't know where I saw uh, that the Atlanta picture but I I saw it way before even um, even messaging you about being on the podcast. And when That's I went on your profile, I was like, I seen this picture before. <laughs> That's cool. Um, how long did you stay disciplined for? Um you know, I think once I turned or once I kinda started uh playing for the academy, that's when I you know, everything hit and you just kind of you know, you realize that if you really wanna make it you gotta go above and beyond. You know, there's so many players that they wish they were in your shoes, and you know, it's it's the ones that stay disciplined. You know, who's, who stay focused, who don't let the distractions get to them. Wow. Yeah, most definitely. That that's you explained it very good. You know, that is the discipline you do have to have, especially being a professional athlete. Um, Gio, for for younger athletes, uh, what do you recommend them to do? Um, to be a professional, to get to that level? Yeah, so I think for younger athletes, if I could tell myself anything, my younger self anything, I think it would be don't worry about nobody else's success. Just focus on, on your own path. Focus on what you can improve. Focus on, you know, uh, just on your own lane because at the end of the day, your your success is about what you do so you know you got to focus on 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 your positives on on your strengths and just keep improving keep going and have faith that that things will will work out at the end wow honestly that is that that, that is the right mentality you know um definitely sticking with that i definitely took a lot from this podcast uh and your your journey is amazing man uh, you know, hearing it and sharing it, sharing it with the world and the footballers I want to learn and develop. Um, 
you know, that's something uh, very special. And I honestly, I thank you so much for, uh, for sharing all this information with us. Yeah, th- thank you. It's been a, it's been a pleasure too. To share my story, hopefully they can help uh, some younger players. Oh yeah, like I especially at my team right now, even even players my age, they're they're always listening and uh, taking a lot of the players that are on here. So um, you know, most definitely your story is going to be shared and and heard, and I hope it inspires everybody. It definitely inspired me, um, and honestly, I I can't wait to watch you uh, watch you play because you know I, I live around the corner. I I came to uh, to FC Tucson to play the Roots. Um, okay. Oh man, we lost double digits, but you know it's it's okay. Um, so I, I, if you ever come down here to like you know play Phoenix Rise or anything like that, I'd love to come down um, and uh, watch you play, watch you play in person. Um, I think that that would be such a privilege. Okay, great. <laughs> Sounds um, good. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, you heard it from here. Uh, thank you so much, Gio, for being on the podcast, and um, we'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Yes, guys, we've reached another episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it and took something from it. Please subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Catch us on the next one, guys. Ciao.